Welcome to the Enchanted Ears Podcast. Where we discuss anything and everything Disney. I'm Angela. And I'm Joe. We've got another great episode for you this week. Hey Joe, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. I should check in with you, you know? want to make sure that you're, you're doing well, your well-being you. is good. I appreciate that. You're I'm welcome. D- I'm doing well. That's awesome. So, you know why I'm doing well? A lot of Disney park news this week. Oh, really? And out Way of all, to really stay on theme there. Out of all the Disney news, Disney park news is my favorite. I know. So, <laughs> it sounds like, wow, it's not yours. Okay. Well, I'm going to jump into it anyway. So. Yeah. I'm doing great, by the way. Thanks for asking. Yeah, sorry. How... <laughs> I got so sidetracked by Disney news. I was so blinded. Business, 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 business. No, I was so excited for all the, for all the Disney news. Yeah, how are you doing? You know what? I'm doing great. Okay, so let's get back into it. So, <laughs> he practically cut me off with my answer. <laughs> so that was on purpose. But all right. No. So, so a couple of things at Epcot. Um, so the first thing is the new space theme restaurant that was announced, I guess, last year, maybe seems to be progressing. Nicely. So they're starting to uh, clear out some of the land next to Mission Space. And so it looks like construction is underway. They're they're starting to to file permits and everything. And what this is, is it's going to be, I'm not sure if you've seen pictures of this or not, but it is a space themed restaurant. So the idea is that you're going to be in outer space as you're eating. So there's not going to be windows. There's going to be screens. It's going to make it look like you're flying through space. And according to Orlando Weekly, the idea is that there's going to be an elevator that you ride. So, and the uh-huh. elevator is going to act as like a shuttle. Ooh. So you're going to be, it's going to be like you're being shuttled up into space. And then when you get to the top, like I said, you'll be kind of like in a space station. Disney does space pretty well. So I'm excited about this. Right. Yeah. So I, I don't think they've announced an opening date yet, but if they're already starting construction, you have to imagine within the next year or two, um, they'd be able to have this together. The other piece of news with Epcot is rumors of the new nighttime show that's going to replace Illuminations. Oh, really? So Illuminations is... That's been going for a while, hasn't it? Yeah, 20-some years old. It's one of the longer-running shows. So they just replaced the Castle show at Magic Kingdom maybe two years ago. It's Happily Ever After now, which is a great show. And then Rivers of Light is new at Animal Kingdom. Uh, Hollywood Studios has the Star Wars fireworks show. So Epcot is... Kind of the oldest show left. And we're so, talking about Walt Disney World. Walt Disney World, correct. Right. And then uh, Disneyland in California. How yeah. old is Paint the Night? Paint the Night's pretty old. They kind of keep redoing it. They okay. keep refreshing it and adding new floats. So yeah, so Disneyland's kind of refreshed all of their shows as well. So uh, there, there's rumors of a new show. And it's rumored, I've heard, that there's going to be drones involved and, and different Ooh. things like that. But it seems like we're getting pretty close to maybe an official announcement about this because the Orlando Sentinel is reporting that um, Disney has started a $2 million upgrade on the lagoon. So the mm. lagoon in Epcot that they're going to be running some electrical cables and doing some work to run power to the small islands in the lagoon. So it seems like wow. the rumor is that this is all kind of prep work for the new... Uh, Lagoon show that's going to be coming soon. Interesting. So I hope that like they still keep it world-centered. You know, centered. 
I like the fact that Epcot's show has like the globe coming out and everything and it really ties together what Epcot is all about. So I really hope that they keep it world themed. I'm sure that they probably will. I, I was but... going to say from what I've heard it I think Illuminations is still kind of rumored to be in the name um because like the nations, you know, the mm-hmm. world themed it's I, I don't remember what the exact name is, but it, it definitely is rumored to kind of stay on theme with that. So that's one thing I've never really thought about with Disney, but I, I, whenever we were doing the actually work for this week, I, it's a small world. I was thinking about how it's a small world is just like a very interesting idea for a ride to begin with, because it really does tie in and kind of teach the kids that everyone, even though we're different is like, everyone's the same. So I really like this idea that Epcot also kind of brings the world to people everyone who visits and kind of tries to impress that idea that we might have differences but we're all the same so i don't know i just thought that was worth mentioning yeah no that that's a good point i, mean, I thought about that how um you know like you said epcot's a giant park that kind of shows all the different cultures but then it's a small world that was kind of the, that ride was first that it kind of shows right. that that epcot is basically a giant it's a small world ride mm-hmm. without the song yeah so which I think is a bonus for most people, not having to listen to the song. But <laughs> I remember I used to have a toy when I was a little kid, and it played that song on loop. And I drove my mom crazy, I'm sure, yeah, and like as pushing you said, it around. As you said, it's a small world. I, I was starting in my head go, it's a small world after. And I'm thinking, <laughs> I just hear and that I'm toy singing, over And I'm singing, and it's a world of laughter, a world of tears. And I thought to myself, are those really the words? Because that's what I... Th- thought they were but i'm like why would they sing it's a world of laugh it's a world of fears I yeah think? and i'm like why would they sing about tears so i just looked it up though those are the words so yeah um i was surprised for yeah. some reason i thought i was like there's no way it's a world of tears is in it but it definitely is so, I, so I mean some, it's, it's real it's, it's real yeah, it's real for the kids it's sunk into my brain so and then the final thing that song will permeate your existence yeah i don't i don't mind it that much like no i don't do. either like i said and shout out to that toy it was like a little mickey mouse and it was like a it was almost like a, a popcorn machine and it popped the, like, they were like colored balls or something inside it. So if anybody else had that toy, I don't know. It's probably <laughs> worth a ton of money now. Yeah, it probably is. It was probably one we of my We wouldn't siblings. have to do this show if you still had it probably. <laughs> so, so, but the last. I still want to do this show. The, the last thing, the last thing of news real quick, Hong Kong Disneyland. Um, they named, they came out with the name for the Ant-Man and the Wasp ride. So it's going to be called Ant-Man and the Wasp Nano Battle. So I thought that was interesting. Um, that's kind of one of the first, there's a few rides. I think Hong Kong has the Iron Man experience and now they're having Ant-Man and the Wasp. So they're rolling out Marvel across all the parks except Walt Disney World because they can't. But, uh, Hong Kong s- seems to have the most so far. So it should be a pretty interesting. So ride. I have a question. Is it, is it like going to be almost as if you are very, very, very tiny and everything else is very, very large because I think so. Yeah, I haven't. Then I called it. I called it a couple episodes ago. Hashtag Andralostradamus. Oh, wait, it doesn't really work so well. <laughs> yeah, I think it sounds like, yeah, you'll be kind of in the the quantum realm there. So Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So this week's topic, we kind of decided we're going to look and focus on the Magic Kingdom. So Probably uh, the most famous of all of the theme parks right, in Disney World. Right, so... A few weeks ago, I kind of posted the question on our Facebook page at Enchanted Ears Podcast. What is your favorite ride at the Magic Kingdom? We got a lot of responses. So, you know, a lot of people said Space Mountain, uh, Haunted Mansion were were both really popular. A lot of people 
split it up. This is my favorite fast paced ride, which seemed to be kind of Space Mountain. Uh-huh. And then this is kind of my favorite slower paced ride. So, uh, you know, Haunted Mansion was one. Pirates of the Caribbean was one. I appreciate that because it's really hard to measure them against each other. They're kind of like comparing apples and oranges. Right. And then, you know, um, Bethany said Haunted Mansion all the way and that it's way better than the one in Disneyland. So Ooh, kind of throwing a little bit of shade at, at Disneyland there. So, yeah, so we had we had a lot of, um, you know, great responses, which kind of got me thinking, you know, what are our favorite rides? But I think even what I thought would be more interesting than that is kind of looking at how the rides are rated and then kind of picking which one we feel is overrated and which one we feel is underrated. Awesome. I think I, I like this idea. Yeah. So, so what we used for I'll the ratings. Yeah. What we use for the ratings is touringplans.com, um, which is a pretty large Disney site. They run the unofficial Disney guide. Um, they actually, if you listen to the Disney Dish podcast, which is another great Disney podcast, um, one of the co-hosts of that, Len Testa, he kind of runs this site. So this is a this is a pretty um, big site. If you've planned a Disney trip, you may have heard of it. But they kind of rank all of the attractions. And Angela, I don't know if you want to, you kind of looked up yeah, I was, how they do their ratings. So they, so, they break them up by yeah. like age group a little bit as well. Yeah. Since I'm a nerd and I'm former former English teacher, I had to know what kind of a source this was before we really did it for the for the show. So I looked it up. Um, yeah, they break it up based on age. So there are different age groups, the preschoolers, grade schoolers, teens, young adults, over 30 and seniors and then and then from, they average it out too yeah. they have like a total so we went off the total well, rank, the rating it wasn't an average because then i had to calculate the average because i'm like why where where is this number coming from and it wasn't actually quite an average but where they get their score well i'm sure it's an average of you know it's not a straight I mean, it's average, not an of average of the age groups but it's it's right I think it's an probably, average of probably the people that have responded right right because you don't right. have an even it's number of people responding it's from the experts responding. that they hire and also readers and users so they i think they probably right. average that yeah together. So, so yeah i, I mean you're yeah. not having you know you have a, a grade school score but there's maybe so let's say 20 grade schoolers and then there's 50 adults so it's a, kind of an average of the total number of people yeah and say. then some of the rides didn't have like the average score, which was, or the, our ratings score, which was interesting. I don't know why, or if that was just an oversight, but anyway, they were ranked from zero to five, zero being this ride sucks. And five being, this is like amazing. Right. So, so we kind of use that as our starting point to the, to decide. And we kind of focused it more towards rides. They, they give ratings on meet and greets and different things too, but the magic kingdom has enough rides that kind of just, focused on that yeah i mean i might mention some of the meet and greets but yeah yeah so we want to start with underrated or overrated over- you want to start at overrated yeah, first you okay. want to start with the kind of negative we'll end with the positive okay go ahead you want me to go first sure. all right cool so i had to come up with a system for why i wanted to do this just to justify myself and so what i did was i looked at that hour ratings again and I looked at all the rides they had ranked as, or rides and experiences as ranked as four or more. And those were Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, Buzz Lightyear Space Rangers, Disney Festival of Fantasy Parade, Enchanted Tales with Belle, Happily After, Ever After Fireworks Show, Haunted Mansion, Meeting Mickey at the Town Square Theater, Mickey's Philhar Magic, Once Upon a Time, Peter Pan's Flight, Parts of the Caribbean, Seven Dwarves Mine Train, 
Space Mountain and Splash Mountain. That's a lot. And some of those are, like you said, I mean, those again, are some of them were experiences, and yeah. And, stuff. Um, and again, those scores varied. Most of those were fours, but there were a few fives. Like the Happily Ever After Fireworks Show was a five, and That's definitely a five. Splash Mountain was a five. I like Splash Mountain, but it being rated a five kind of blew my mind a little bit. But out of that list, I thought that there was a clear standout for the most overrated, and for me. That's Peter Pan's flight. It was rated at a four. And this ride, for me, it tries to capture the whimsy of Peter Pan and um, the whole story of Peter Pan. But it feels more like a ride that I can't connect with. Uh, It is, I know that it's old and I know it's historical. And I know a lot of people would say, well, Angela, you're overlooking that. And I agree with you. But when I ride that ride... It just, I don't know what it is in me. Maybe part of me is dead inside, but it just feels like, it just feels like a, t- a filler to me. It doesn't feel like something that I'm really looking forward to. I like the the way that you're kind of in, is it a balloon? Um, you're, or like a ship, an airship Yeah, you're or kind something. of in Peter Pan I like flying. how you're attached to the ceiling and you're floating above the experience, like the animatronics and stuff right. below. So, I, I mean, I think you bring up a good point. It's one of the original rides that opened in 1971. Mm-hmm. And it's you can kind of see the the dating of it. Yeah, I think it it, it kind of goes back to a, you know a few episodes ago when we were talking about Disneyland and the Storybook Canal that you hated all the miniatures in it, and this has a lot of miniatures in it. Oh. So I think you just hate things that are small. So, <laughs> no, I don't. I, you hate small all, things. Are, you hate all miniatures. You're anti listen, uh, miniature railroads. No, I think what it really you, comes down to is. I just don't think I like history in general that much, <laughs> which is funny because I have to teach it this year. But it, I, I feel like that whenever you step into the Peter Pan ride, this is going to come back to some a point, but I feel like when you step onto the Peter Pan ride, you're not riding a ride. You're riding history. You're not. It's it's like this is an original to the park ride. This is what it looked like back in the day. <clears throat> Sorry. So I understand that, but personally... It just doesn't, it doesn't, I don't connect with it as much. You know, like, like you said, it, it is dated. It, it's kind of, it does kind of show its age. It could probably use an updating with some better special effects. Not necessarily with you. I think at four, I mean, I, it, maybe it's a little bit overrated. I don't think it's the most overrated ride. I will say, I do think the lines are way longer than it needs to be. Yes. So I, I don't know if it's a capacity issue. I'd have to imagine it's probably a capacity issue that they can't get a lot of people through that ride. Being one of the original rides, they weren't as worried about how many people per hour you could get through on them. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, I like the ride. I do kind of like that, you know, whimsy of, of flying over the miniatures and, and seeing everything kind of like you are flying with Peter Pan. But I often don't ride it when I go because I, I don't want to wait an hour or an hour and a half for the ride. So if I can get mm-hmm. a fast pass for it, or if the line's maybe a half an hour, even maybe 45 minutes I'd wait, or if it's been a while since I've ridden it. But for the most part, I usually look and I go, it's usually always an hour plus, even if the other lines aren't that crowded. I'm like, I don't want to wait that long. Yeah. I mean, if I'm going to wait an hour and a half for something, and it's either Peter Pan or like Seven Dwarves Minecart. Like I'm not gonna pick Peter Pan over that. Absolutely, yeah. So, so it's a it's a it's a ride that you can pass on, and that's why I think that rating it as a four, it was a little high. Right, but 
the most overrated ride, and you mentioned this, is Splash Mountain. So I, I kind of looked at this both overrated and underrated. I think you said you started looking at everything that was kind of a four or above for your overrated. And then, you know, I guess your underrated, you looked at under that. And you'll probably get into that when we talk about the underrated ones. But I kind of looked at these in relation to each other. So just because something was a three doesn't necessarily mean it's underrated because maybe that's a very fair rating for it. Um, and just because something is a, is a five or a four doesn't necessarily mean it's overrated just on the fact that it has a high rating because, you know, comparatively to the other rides, maybe that rating makes sense. But the fact that Splash Mountain <laughs> is a five, which is the highest you can get. The only other thing ranked that high is the fireworks show, the Happily Ever After fireworks right. show and, and castle fire- production. And that yes. is that is That is a at. five. That is a five. So the fact that you you have Splash Mountain um, at the same ranking as that, when then you have Space Mountain, I'm trying to find Space Mountain is a four. Um, Seven Dwarves is a four. Like when you have those as a four, comparatively, Splash Mountain as a five is overrated. The only thing I can think of why Splash Mountain's a five and the other ones are a four. And I think, what's Haunted Mansion? Uh, I think it's a that's four, a four and a half. half. Yeah, yeah it's a four so, and a half. Um, and that's even a little bit high. But, you know, the only reason I can think of it is because Splash Mountain, it's a water ride. Florida, it's often hot. <laughs> so a lot of people probably like it for that. And it's more family friendly. So the fact that they factor in rankings from you know grade school all the way up i could see younger kids and people with families giving splash mountain a better rating because the whole family can go on it it's a nice ride whereas space mountain not necessarily if you have young kids that might not be tall enough it's a roller coaster same with seven dwarves even though seven dwarves isn't that intense of a roller coaster there are some more intense parts but overall it's not not too bad it's more of a family friendly ride but Space Mountain is definitely quicker. It can be scarier for younger children. That's the only th- reason I can see that those two would be lower than Splash Mountain. Mm-hmm. But Splash Mountain at a five, for me, that is... It's, if you saw me, it was four, okay. But a five, way overrated. All right. All right. Sounds good to me. So are we moving on to underrated then? Sure. Okay. All right, so I came, I did the exact same thing that I did with the overrated. Uh, I came up with a list and I started with three or below, and that list is extensive. Um, so I'm not going to name them all because we'd be here for 25 yeah, minutes. Yeah, and we'll link to the Touring Plans website page that lists out all these attractions. So you can, we'll link that to that in the show notes. So if you want, uh, you know, you can pause this you're not driving or something or running on the treadmill wherever you're listening to this. We don't want you to fly off the treadmill or something. And but, wait, and if you are running on the treadmill and doing this, get it, get it. Yeah, you're doing great. Okay. I just wanted to encourage them. Get that last mile. So <laughs> so you, um, so we'll link to it so you can read and then you can kind of look at the, the ratings yourself as well. Because like Angela said, I mean, it, it goes through everything. So it's kind of interesting to see, but. Go ahead, you continue, sorry. Okay, so whenever I was looking through, like I said, there were a lot of rides, and a lot of them were ones that are just not very popular rides. They're not the rides that you think of when you think of the Magic Kingdom. 
and yeah, they were very be, low key it, it rides. It was more, it was more the kids' ride. So yes. as I mentioned with Splash Mountain, I think it's higher because it's family friendly. A lot of these lower ranked rides are ones that only kids would ride. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna get a lower ranking because adults are just going to bypass them. Right. So I had to go back over it and reassess the way that I was looking at at this. And I just went back through and I looked at all of the ratings again of all of the rides and and just said, okay, which of these do I think it is terrible that it is ranked as low as it is? And when I did that, I arrived at one ride. I bet you could take a guess because you know what my favorite ride is. Stitch's Great Escape. Ranked at a two. (laughs) You're like, why is it so low? Listen, you love Stitch. I actually was looking into that, but because <laughs> I it it closed, um, because it closed, it closed because it was terrible. That's why everybody hated it. Did you ever ride Alien Encounter before it was Stitch's Greatest Escape? Maybe. I mean, that was a long time. I would have been pretty young. So I was sure nine years old when I rode that, and I have like the worst memory in the world. But I remember that ride clear as day how it had like a creepy alien in it and it burst out yeah and it was, was really crying it was really scary it was traumatizing right. for a disney park right it was so you know michael eisner wanted something you know kind of more adult and intense and so he did this thing with alien and it was very scary and it the ride didn't last very long because it was so intense and people don't want to ride it and then they kind of switched it over to stitch and kind of completely botched that and it i mean <laughs> Across the board, I mean, I don't think I've heard really anybody that likes that ride. Um, I thought it was a cool ride because I, I mean, it, it made me think of the traumatizing experience yeah, I had I mean, with was, the alien encounter. Yeah. But I liked the fact that it was very like the lights went out and you could feel the alien breathing on your neck. You could feel it like moving on. A, um, I think they were, they had little things that touched your like touched your. Yeah, skin. well, that's the thing. I mean, basically, when they it switched, was very tactile. When they switched it over to liked. Stitch. They kept everything the same. Even the pre-show little alien that kind of gets fried or whatever, that's exactly the same as the alien encounter ride. All the you know, effects are the same. They basically just put Stitch in instead of an the, alien. And so and Stitch just, isn't threatening. Like, yeah, and so people, you know, it just it didn't the have the same the movie, feeling. If you want to have something, you know, be scary and it's kind of geared towards that alien encounter to then put Stitch in and not change anything else, just really made the ride feel subpar. So it's definitely closed for good now because I know it's been kind of like seasonal and I, I didn't think Disney officially announced that it's gone. I mean, I looked it up and said, it said January 6, 2018, it closed and it was closed indefinitely. So Yeah, indefinitely. I mean, so I think I don't think they've officially, because nothing's replacing it. I, I don't think they've officially said, and maybe they have, but that, hey, it's never coming back. Um, I think they have a uh, stitch meet and greet in there. But they still haven't announced anything else to replace it yet. So I guess, you know, potentially it could come back. I think uh, last year it was closed for most of the it, year. But it the, says. But then on, at, the, at the peak times they reopened it. But it may I, be closed for good. I now. mean, just a quick Google search. It says that the ride has closed forever. So. Okay. I, yeah. But again, I nothing, think it is actually nothing else, closed. Nothing else has. I mean, it's still listed on the touring plans here. Nothing else has been announced to replace it. So I guess anything could happen. But yeah, that's a pretty across the board disliked ride so that at a two i don't think that's an underrated one yeah exactly so going back to this that actually you, might be overrated at a two <laughs> do you have do you have a guess as to what my most under overrated is on Un, your most or, underrated uh, underrated um if it's not stitch uh i'm gonna say maybe the the monsters inc laugh factory 
Uh, that's a good guess. I actually, re- I do really like that ride. But looking at Splash Mountain being rated a 5, Haunted Mansion re- being rated a 4.5, those two rides for me aren't as much of a hit as dun, 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 Space Mountain. Space Mountain's just a great ride because I think the theming of the ride is so amazing. What was that face for? Uh, it's just I, trying to make you laugh. <laughs> what well, worked? So the um, first of all, I, the queue in that is really fun. If you actually have to wait in the queue for that ride, there's all kinds of little space games that you can play, which make the wait time seem not so annoying. But if you have a fast pass and you have to, you get to bypass all of that. The ride itself is so much fun. They make an excellent use of lights. It seems like you're shooting off uh, into space in the very beginning when you're going up the hill. Yeah. You go through that like tunnel and it's like that little portal. Exactly. Yeah. And the sounds are incredible. I mean, I know in California people love the fact that there is music and I like that too. And I think it's a really fun spin on the ride, but I also really like the fact that the one in Walt Disney world makes use of sound effects more. Uh, and I think that that sells the ride more as an adventure into space. So the lights going up and the the sound like you just made, it makes you really feel like you're blasting off. And then once you get into the giant dark room, you have a few sparse stars. You hear very epic music sometimes in the yeah, background, that, like, depending on where you are. Sounds it like mm-hmm. makes you sound like you're whoosh, like flying through things, exactly. and whizzing past you. It's very easy for you to you know suspend your disbelief and actually think that for a second you're twisting and turning through space. You know, if that's all it takes, you could just like close your eyes, and I could like go in a box. <laughs> I could just shake the box and go like whoop 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 That's all it takes. We could get Space Mountain right here. And I could just like roll you down the steps. It'd be great. That sounds like so much fun. Can you see? Okay, we get like two of them. Because if I'm in a box, you know Cass is going to want to be in a box with me. And then we could put little helmets on us. Like uh, little little tin helmets with like little antennas. And he would just... I don't know. He Unofficial just at home Space Mountain, get in a box, just shake it around and make some uh, space noises. Yeah, let's make this happen. Don't. I wouldn't recommend pushing people down the steps, though. If and when we get a new refrigerator, we're doing this with the refrigerator, oh, refrigerator box. box would be great. Again, yeah. though, I do not recommend pushing you down the steps, but the rest of it. Oh, no, no, no. That's like definitely going to happen. I would not recommend the people at home <laughs> to push somebody else down the steps. Exactly. We, will, we will take precautions. Wink, wink. Wear a helmet. Yeah, and I do have a bike helmet downstairs, but we'll have to let you know at, if we make this happen. At home, Space Mountain. <laughs> do it yourself, Space Mountain. Um, so I, I just I like how you can sell it. it it's so very well sold. Um, it's not really themed for any Disney movie or anything, but it's just a lot of fun, and it's fast, and it's a thrill ride. Uh, it, it's it's a it's a hoot. I sound like an old fogey saying. That. I will say though, you know, you kind of negate your argument a bit if you can make one at home in a refrigerator box how great of a ride can it really be <laughs> but no i'm i'm with you i i comparatively you know it it does seem a little bit underrated yeah and i i like i like whenever you're on it with people who are enjoying themselves like the time that you wrote it that one of the first times that we rode it probably together. I think that might've been our first time going to Disney world together. And I think so. you were, you were kind of sarcastically going like, wah, wah. sorry for screaming. If you were listening to that while you were doing something, got scared, but you were making noises like that. And I just cracked up throughout the entire ride. It is 
so much fun. So I, that's, that's definitely my most underrated ride. All right. So you, you kind of took, you know, the inverse of my argument for overrated where I said, you know, comparatively space mountain at a four and things. If you have that at a four, having splash mountain at a five makes no sense. So you kind of looked at it the same way and Mm -hmm. said, Hey, space mountain is underrated here. Yeah. Cause you agree. So, that, so you're kind of saying, okay, maybe Splash Mountain makes sense that high, but looking at it, Space Mountain is over, is underrated at a four. So I, I, I can get behind that. So I, I kind of looked, you know, a similar way again, comparing, you know, the ratings to each other. So there's a lot like three and a half. So Monsters Inc. was one of them. The Laugh Factory, which I think is a good ride. It's a Small World is at three and a half. But the one I kind of think at three and a half, so in that same range, that's the most underrated is the Jungle Cruise. Mm, I'm not okay. sure why it's it's rated so low. I think a lot of people really like the Jungle Cruise. We know The Rock's a big fan of the Jungle Cruise. He's going to be in that Jungle yeah, Cruise movie. Boy. But and I'm a big fan of The Rock. That's our. Uh, in case you know, this our, is the first episode you've ever listened to because I our, mention him in every episode. There's our. Uh, required rock reference for the week but we haven't had and, one in and, a few weeks yeah and chris hemsworth there we go we've, 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 we've mentioned him, them both we're on him now so but yeah so i think at three and a half the jungle cruise is is underrated because like you said you have splash mountain at a five you have space mountain and seven dwarves at a four i think haunted mansion at a four and a half i think jungle cruise is kind of right up there with haunted mansion for me Sure, it's a little bit dated, kind of like we said about Peter Pan, but I think it's a lot more enjoyable than Peter Pan. I really, what makes the Jungle Cruise so great is the captains. You know, they're bad jokes, but that's the, that's the whole fun of it is is they have these you know the bad jokes that they're they're bad captains and and so it's just a fun experience. You know, kind of going through the jungle. They have some animatronics. And it's just very lighthearted, and it doesn't take itself too seriously. It, it kind of knows it's not the best ride, but that's what <laughs> makes it so good. I will say, I think one thing, one factor that really depends, it, it, it kind of dictates what your ride is like, is the people who you're on the ride with. If they don't laugh at the bad jokes, yeah, people don't get it, it gets very awkward. Yeah, I think some people that don't understand that Jungle Cruise is supposed to be something that you're kind of making fun of, and people get on, and they're like, it's not a funny joke and they're not laughing. They don't, it, if you don't get it. Yeah. I could see it's why. Like that, and maybe that's why it's rated so low, but these people don't thing get it. That I go through as a teacher. Sometimes if I like make a joke or crack a joke or and I'm trying no, to get kids yeah. to volunteer and, and no, no one yeah. volunteers and it's just crickets. Right. So I'm always that person who is compensating for all these other people who aren't laughing. And I'm like, overly laughing, but that's but a yeah. good point. I mean, that's maybe why it's rated kind of lower. Cause a lot of people don't really care for that humor don't get it but I, I think just looking at it comparatively like i said to some of the other rides for me i love you know haunted mansion i think four and a half maybe a little high for it disagree <clears throat> okay I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna come out hard against that one no i'm not i'm not saying it's overrated by any means did you know i just le- I, I looked this up and i thought this was crazy that that stretching room it goes down let me yes. make sure i get yes this right. it goes get- down it goes down, but not in all the parks. It goes down in Disneyland, I'm pretty sure. And um, Yeah, it's an elevator. And then, so that's how it kind yeah, of gets you Disney from one World, level to another. At Walt Disney World in to- Tokyo in D- Disneyland, the effect of the stretch- stretching room is created 
by raising the ceiling. So you're you're you stay okay. on the same level. I just think it's really interesting that the ride mechanics are different based on where right. you are. Yeah, Disneyland, yeah, you definitely go down because once you get out, you kind of have to walk up the hill. But yeah, no, I'm not saying, like I said, I love Haunted Mansion. I'm not saying it's overrated by any means. I ride that every time I go. But I think Jungle that Cruise. ballroom. I think Jungle Cruise has is, the is coolest just the effect too. It, no, it's not. I mean, I think everything's, I mean, really great in there. But the Jungle Cruise is on the same level. I mean, I, I want to ride the Jungle Cruise every time I go as well. So at three and a half, it feels a little low to me. Yeah, that so that's that's why that's low. kind of my most underrated. Um, maybe real quick, you know, kind of answering the same question we asked on Facebook. What's your favorite ride overall in all the Magic Kingdom? So if you can go and you can only ride one ride the day you go to the Magic Kingdom, what are you going to ride? Simple. Space Mountain. You're going to ride Space Mountain? Over and over and over again. See, it's not... I would say it's not that close for me. I mean, it's not that easy for me. I love Space Mountain, but I also love Seven Dwarves uh, Mine Car. So I would be... I've only ridden that probably one time. I would be torn between those two. Um, Honestly, if I could only ride one... I probably would pick Seven Dwarves. That's surprising. Just because it has, it has more to look at. So I mean, Space Mountain is yeah, a lot of that's fun. True. But the Seven Dwarves, they have some really great animatronics in there with like the digital projection hi-ho, faces. Hi-ho, yeah, yeah, I mean the the car sways back and forth like the you know mine car. My only complaint about Seven Dwarves, and I kind of mentioned this earlier, is it's not fast. It, yeah, it's pretty slow. There's one quick point, and that's about it. So. But that's why it doesn't. But, it, that, but yeah, but that's I, not hard for me. Yeah, so but it, it's close. But I think I would go. I think I would go seven seven dwarves minecar ride in there. But but Space Mountain is a very close second. Yeah. Did you notice? I I was just looking at the rating system just to see if there were any other interesting things. Did you notice that seniors rated the Hall of Presidents at a four point five out of five? No, I didn't see that. <laughs> but I mean, the Hall of Presidents is definitely. What's that rating overall? I think that's a pretty. I didn't, I didn't write that one down, but I might have it up still on my computer. I don't, but um, I don't think it was that high. It's three and a half. Okay. Yeah. So, I, I mean, again, a lot of people like that's a good one, especially when it's hot. You get to sit in the air conditioning for a while. Yeah. And you get to, you know, it, it's a nice way to, a lot of those rides, you know, a lot of these rides, it's funny, especially at all the parks, you know, you see people say, hey, this is a great ride. It's 15 minutes in the air conditioning. <laughs> Um, that's what we said about people, the, dinosaur. the Disney World or the Nemo ride in Disneyland. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> people loved um, the dinosaur or Ellen's Energy Adventure in Epcot because it was a fifteen. It was like a half an hour ride in the air conditioning. You could take a nap on it if you wanted to. <laughs> the Spaceship Earth is similar. I mean, there's there's a lot of those slow moving rides that you know people like, especially in Florida because you can get out of the heat, but. So yeah, I mean, I, but Hall, again, so Hall of Presidents at three and a half, I don't think is on the same level as Jungle Cruise. Uh-uh. So definitely, I mean, that just further kind of shows that Jungle Cruise is is underrated. So, but like I said, we'll link to this uh, in the show notes. So make sure you check it out. Let us know, you know, what you think the most underrated and overrated ride is. You know, do you agree? So we picked, um, you picked Space Mountain as underrated. Mm-hmm. I picked the Jungle Cruise. Is underrated. I picked Peter Pan's Flight as overrated, and you picked 
I picked Splash Mountain. Wow. As over. My memory doesn't even go back 10 minutes. So, it's so, a new low for me. Go me. So, yeah. So, so let us know. Do you, you know, do you agree with those? Um, you know, disagree. Take, like I said, take a look at the other ratings and, and see what you think. So awesome. Yeah. A little bit of a, of a quicker episode this week, but thought it was, you know, kind of an interesting topic. So it will be, I mean, in my opinion, it's very interesting. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not at all biased. So, so, um, we'll, we'll see you next week, but until then have have a magical magical day. day.